When I'm in front of the camera, I'm a completely different person, according to everyone. Because in general, I'm a very introverted person. I don't talk much. But when I'm in front of the camera, you just bang, 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 bang. There's bang. a twist. Suddenly there's a, a switch. Snap. Sorry, a switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Switch flips, and suddenly I'm like super hyper. That's, and I get super friendly, and I can talk with anyone. It's like I'm drunk. If you're under the age of 25 and you're from Dhaka, Bangladesh, and you have an internet access, it would have been very hard for you to miss Iftikhar Rafsan, or better known as Rafsan the Chorobai. Rafsan started his career online as a food reviewer, but these days he can be better categorized as a video creator, an entertainer with a massive social influence. Now, I've known Rafsan for a bit now, and it was my pleasure to sit down with him to discuss his journey, his phenomenal rise online, and what it took for him to start appearing in front of millions of people, despite being a shy, introverted person. Rafsan started the year with a thousand subscribers on YouTube, but he ended it by receiving a silver play button. It's an award given by YouTube to creators who achieve or surpass the 100,000 subscriber mark. Now that is a phenomenal rise. He also built a similar following on Facebook and Instagram and recently even did a collab with Sunny from the best ever food review show, which is kind of a big deal for any creator from the subcontinent. Building such a massive online audience isn't new, but what is new is doing it in such a short time. And that's what impresses me the most about Rafson's work. Now, before we go into the episode, here's a quick word from the sponsor, which is me. And I don't know how long it'll take for this joke to get old, but I'll keep on doing it for the rest of the season. If you find this podcast valuable, there are a few ways to which you can support the show. Number one, if you're on Apple Podcasts, it would mean the world to me if you can leave a review and a rating there. Number two, if you think someone you know personally, like a friend or family member, think would find this valuable, just simply share this with them directly. And finally, if you're on social media, simply give it a share if you think your connections and followers will find this valuable. And if you want to stay up to date about the latest upcoming episodes and simply want to follow my work, then go to www.tausifakkas.com and sign up for my newsletter. I'll be sending a short weekly email with some of the best creative content that I find out there. I consume a lot of content, be it movies, music, digital art, and I find that the best way to build a community is to start sharing with like-minded people like yourself, which is why I hope you're listening to this podcast. This is The State of the Creators with Tausif Akkas, episode 2 featuring Iftikhar Rafsan, aka Rafsan the Chotobhai. Hope you enjoy the show. This is The State of the Creators, a show about creative individuals who are on a quest to build something out of nothing. So before anything else, tell me why Chotobai? Chotobai. So it's kind of Amrita Borobai. So that's why I thought Chotobai. No, that's not really it. It's it. I think it came out like when I was in eighth grade. I brought out a super cringy video. Like mm-hmm. I haven't watched it fully yet. Everyone said it was very funny. So yeah, yeah there I started with you my. You watched it yet? What? I, I watched it. It's, okay. it's called Rafsan. I, there I called myself. I'm Chotobai. Okay. So I just stuck kind to of it. Kind of stuck yeah, with yeah. it. Awesome. Um, so for context, because this is going to go outside of Bangladesh as well. So for context, Chotobai is basically an endearing word for a younger brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, essentially, Rafsan here decided kind of that's his tag or alias. You do esports as well. Is that your tag in? No, in esports, it's outlaw. Outlaw. Yeah. Why outlaw? Outlaw because I wanted to choose Mr. Perfect, but that was just cringy. <laughs> Um, so not outlaw Chotobai. No, 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 outlaw. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so people unfamiliar with the work, um, tell us who Iftikhar Rafsan slash Chotobai is and what you do. So personally speaking, Iftikhar Rafsan and Chotobai, these two, I don't know if I have a dual personality or something, mm-hmm. but when I'm in front of the camera, I'm a completely different person, according to everyone. Mm-hmm. Because in general, I'm a very introverted person. I don't talk much. Mm. But when I'm in front of the camera, you just bang, 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 bang. There's bang. a twist. Suddenly there's the a switch. Snap. Sorry, a switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Switch flips, and suddenly I'm like super hyper. That's, and I get super friendly, and I can talk with anyone. It's like I'm drunk. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so, 
actually it's interesting because my third point as you can literally see i'm not wearing my glasses oh, okay so I can't see but i can it. literally see the third point the first word is actually introverted i've been yeah. following no, no no you don't read the rest of it oh okay i can't <laughs> but, read but oh. the fact is i actually knew you were pretty introverted before um, i still am yeah so um obviously through our good mate um good uh, mutual friend zari Uh, oh yeah, longer, he, he, yeah, he talks about you a lot. Yeah, and he talks about you a lot. <laughs> so oh. essentially, essentially, he um, introduced me to your stuff. Um, well, actually, he introduced me to Ekramol's stuff. Hmm. The, for those who are watching, um, he was an OG in the YouTube. Well, not an OG, OG, but he was pretty. He was pretty good. Good doing um, year gap. Year gap. That's the thing. Gap. And before that was Chavadi Kavadi or something. Chavadi like Kavadi TV. Yeah, so it was essentially prank videos, but pretty funny stuff. Um, and I think I remember seeing you in one of those. videos yeah. at Zari's place was it As Zari's uh no it was at this day we shot a music video yes and also then the burger king stuff came after yeah we did, then ikramul suddenly he suddenly picked me up from my house yeah. no I, i went to university it was this is a super interesting story yeah, yeah, yeah. so i always told him dude please i want to make videos i don't know how what i'm going to do what i'm going to do plus yeah. i was i was so, super introverted yeah. what would people say so at one point it was like ikramul suddenly called me listen I'm going to pick you up. Mm. We're going to go to Burger King. We're going to film a video. I was like, "What? No." He suddenly, yeah. I'm like, I go outside. I see, he gives me a call, "Come outside." And I see he's waiting with the car. He tells me to hop in. So hop in and suddenly boom, he says, "Shoot." And we're shooting a video. What the hell? And it has cuz I remember uh, <laughs> he used to do like these daily vlogs uh following Logan Paul at the time. And you were in it yes. fair because I used to actually watch the stuff, you know, look at Bangladeshi content and stuff and I used to see you a fair bit in the car. He had this driver personality as well, like yeah, the camera yeah, guy. Yeah. Forgot his name, but it was ages ago. And I remember you being very very introverted back then. You were yeah. very quiet, shy. Um so what changed? Because you said it's a switch, but did you always had that switch no. or how, how did it come about? So this is the funny thing. So uh my friend who helps me film now his name is Arshan Ahmed he's my childhood best friend hmm? so what we did a couple of he went on a bit break before he went on the break we watched a couple of videos together mm-hmm. the first video which we filmed and the most recent one in the first one i was i was a bit excited a bit hyped but i was super quiet i was shy you could see i was nervous yeah. but slowly as we went through every video and with gradually with every video you got better It got better, yeah. not only better. You become more free yeah. and you stop giving a fuck. Can I cuss? Yeah, yeah you can cuss. Yeah, I stopped giving a fuck about yeah. what people are going to say. And honestly, the main thing which I learned about this. So, it's a very interesting story. So, do you know the best ever food review show? Uh, actually don't. Tell me about it. He's the second highest sub uh food vlogger it rings a bell in the world. For sure, it rings a bell. Yeah. He wears a bandana, Sunny. Right. Yep. Just He, vaguely So he has millions of subs. He's right. super popular. So he really inspired me. A few days back, I went on a trip. I was like, "Dude, people are looking at you. You're super hyper. They're j- judging you." Mm. He's like, "Dude, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna create the fucking content I yeah. fucking want." Yeah. Dude, that's pretty fucking inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> was that kind of like the motivation you kind of followed after to do your own thing? Yeah, I haven't been posting videos regularly, yeah. but after that trip. I think I brought out more content in that week than I brought out in the past few months. Right. And and why food blogging to start with? Um uh, This is very weird but I'm yeah. not everyone assumes I'm a food blogger but I'm not a food blogger. Okay. So how how would you term yourself? So um when I first started doing this thing yeah. or whatever even before I wanted to do this thing I always whenever I would eat lunch or dinner I would in front I would eat in front of my PC. Mhm. And I'd like make sure to watch YouTube so I want to make content which you can like enjoy while eating food. Right. Okay. So I thought you know I'm I'm going to use food as a context mm-hmm. but I'm going to talk about other things. Like I do go when I do food reviews I go into details but it's for like 2 3 minutes max I try to make it as entertaining as possible but I try to put in content which people will enjoy and can right. relate to. Okay. And essentially so so if you're not a food blogger how would you term yourself? essentially entertainer entertainer that's that's fantastic um because uh, i guess the way i had um classified you as as a food blogger slash social media content creator or video creator yeah in Does general content, content content creator, creator yeah. yeah even though there's that terms very widely used this food days. creator food creator food eater who food. creates videos food something something food, along yeah. those lines Um look it's it's amazing kind of you know to see your tra- um, trajectory from where you were and, and where you're now and obviously hopefully going even further down. Um 
<coughs> what's amazing that you've built it built this audience but for me what's more interesting um and impressive slightly shocking is also the stickiness you have um with your audience and what i mean is what i mean by stickiness is usually when you when i see or when i study or observe um these content creators they would have this fan base but 80% would be very loyal to them 20% are just there who you know who would flip that switch about yeah. their you know um like like what they like about that content creator within a second like they'll yeah. they'll <coughs> get off the boat with your audience what i've seen no matter what you do you have a very strong faithful faithful base tell me how did you get there was it more did you did you have any specific plan that you laid out did you have any thing or was it more about i just want to be my fucking self and then just go with it it's something very different like uh, most of my friends tell me this like i try to reply to every comment every message i see that i personally like now it's difficult like before so i had like a 90% rate of answering it i used to reply to 4800 messages every day mm-hmm. and it's not like i would reply with an automated message i would talk with them like there are moments people would write like stuff like they're not feeling well they had a breakup there even this time this dude his dad died then yeah. we talked over the phone as well wow. he lives in bogura okay but wow. then there were times because at the end of the day then i'm thinking about this these is like like how do i put it i didn't have many friends i had friends in school but not many friends right. so these people eventually i'm talking with them they become friends and yeah. even even when i see them in real life yeah. like most of the people like i kind of know them by name right. so it kind of It's kind of bigger than them just watching my videos honestly. Right. And um I think that that's a very noble way to look at it as well because when you look at someone um day in day out you th- you kind of know like their face and their features and who they are and you kind of get to connect with it. Oh, I'm kind of like can I tell you something? Go for it. So this is very weird but like I use social media a lot. Yeah. So recently really? I got a lot of oh, <laughs> I know. So recently I got a lot of uh yeah. a lot of new followers yep. but eventually before when i didn't have many yeah one thing i would do is obviously i kind of like whoever comments i kind of go through their profile everyone i go think i'm taking a poop yep. i'd go into your profile i'll stalk you then i stalk another one yep. i keep on stalking of everyone so eventually and i think i have a pretty good memory so right going forward um i want you to kind of go back to the moment when you realized your spark into this um content creation or, or into this being an entertainer uh, online when when did it first kind of you knew that this is the pathway i want to take and obviously you mentioned that uh, you know ekram kind of called you up and said hey come through that's obviously a push but when were you sure that you know what this is something i'm i'm made to do or this is something i really want to do um this is weird but after my trip at sunny the best server food review show a lot yeah. of things changed and that kind of that was recently as well that it? was recent yeah, yeah it was kind of like they went to chitagong and um, other places as well yeah, yeah and honestly i knew at that point i can take this to a whole different level if i want yeah and like my aim isn't local honestly mm. going global yeah. i'm going to come for you mark wins <laughs> So and and how do you plan to do that because obviously being and that's a really awesome kind of um goal because one thing a lot of Bangladeshi creators get stuck with or most creators get stuck with is staying in that one zone kind of thing you know where they skip building and you don't really take yourself out of that zone you don't really get international eyes in you and in a way this podcast is aimed for that you know hopefully a lot of international people will listen to this stuff yeah. once from Bangladesh because I'll go back to Australia and I'll film a lot of creators there hopefully around the world just introduce others yeah how do you plan to take the local global local global mm-hmm. i already planned it out okay so already if you notice like already uh, most of my video content it's 65% english 35% bangla so i kind of switched it up to 75% english 25% bangla okay and slowly and also i try to put in subtitles now but i try to put in expressions yeah main thing i have people uh, i already have a 25% indian audience mm-hmm. and 65% wow. bangladeshi and the rest i don't know i guess are my friends from Different, abroad yeah yeah but after so what i'm going to do i already planned it out first thing first uh next year By the time this is going to come out hopefully uh I'll be covering six countries, six Asian countries 
India, wow. Bangladesh, the Asse already. I'm doing that yeah, already. Yeah. India, Bangkok. Then I really want to go to Indonesia, like specifically Bali, Bali. Yep, yep. And Vietnam mm-hmm. because that's where Sunny is. You know the the great thing about watching content like this is you get to live your life vicariously, which basically means you live through someone else. Yeah. In in essence, that's why these content is so popular. So I used to watch Casey Neistat regularly and still do. Um, and most of his videos that were the, the most popular ones were the ones about airplanes. Um, I think that yeah. I think is the most viewed video is the one he did on super a, expensive airplane yeah it's like twenty thousand dollar like ticket or something fifty six thousand dollars yeah, yeah it whoa, was like whoa, a whoa, super whoa. expensive trip and it was you know awesome to see the luxury obviously most people don't buy that stuff which is why you get this inside look so i'm sure yeah that ventures into that mentality for our fathers as well however going forward what would make you different to to others who are kind of currently doing that stuff as well so locally, um, so other people, I think. So locally, obviously, you've got a presence. You're already one of the, you know, top people who are doing this kind of stuff. No, you wouldn't call yourself that. Um, I would say so. At least in terms of engagement and views, you definitely bring in a lot more numbers than the other food bloggers, or I guess food, yeah. food bloggers. Um, but. Uh, I guess at least compared to other countries, you're definitely one of the top ones here. So how do you plan to venture into other countries where people are already doing that stuff? Like if you ever plan to be as big as the food ranger or anyone else, how would you get yourself simple. being different? It's very simple. I think I know the answer. Go there's, for it. There's a secret behind this. Yeah. So you watch horror movies? Uh, Sometimes. So you watch like? Did you watch the or wait, okay? Did you do you watch like romantic movies or chick flicks? Like, did you ever watch The Notebook? I haven't watched The Notebook. Okay, so when you watch sad movies where someone dies, it kind of affects you. Feel sad. Correct. And you watch horror movies, you feel kind scared. Of, this is the thing about movies. Mm-hmm. And what I'm trying to do is like a short movie, right? Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> it's a vlog. Absolutely. So one thing is my enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. I know I can capture the people with my enthusiasm right. and the energy because people come there, come on YouTube to yeah. feel that energy, yeah. to do what they want, yeah. and they will do what they want. Right. And I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm super <laughs> energized and the people watching this will feel energy. So go subscribe to my channel, guys. Come that's, on. That's a quick plug in there. Yeah. I mean, um, It's like that, something like that. So okay. It's the energy. Okay. And, and, and making sense. I guess, <laughs> I guess where I'm coming from is, is how is your energy different from others who have energy? have more more energy than them so you've got the most energy out there most energy okay yeah. fair enough i think i think that's that's still a good way of looking at it because you want to be the best at what you do and Dude, those guys are old yeah <laughs> uh, uh, that's a very good point because people only cater to what's existing and not for the future you are probably going to cater for the future you know like 10 5 years down the line there will be a group of viewers your viewers which i'm assuming are mostly Teenagers or early 20s? My, my TV What's your is like 16 to 24. There you go. After 10 years, they are the ones who will be, you know, the 26 to 34 year olds. Yeah. And that they will be the most pretty much, you know, uh, going through that, that period, which we have been over the last 10 years yeah. or so. So How old are you? I don't want to say it. Please. Let's say I'm closer to 30 than I ever was. I'm a 30. Yeah. You're 28. Oh, you're 26. I'm, let's just say I'm closer to 30 than I'm to 20. So I could be 25 years and one year old and I could be 29. You're 26. Or something. Well, th- that should be the clue. I'm not 30 yet, if that helps. Um, yeah, why are you talking about my age? How old are you? You're, you're, you're fucking young. How old do you think I am? You're 23? No? 25? 22. 22. I was close. Close, close. The way you like, <laughs> I, I just turned 22, man. I feel like I'm 21. <laughs> okay <laughs> still not used to drain too <laughs> trust me it Ooh. gets better and worse at the same time uh, um do you have back problems yes oh no but that's because of the soccer that i've played when i was younger so oh. so yeah keep working out man that that shit will save your life not not kidding um anyway enough about my old age and old age problems um so going into, I guess, um, a bit more of a sidetrack uh, with your esports involvement, oh. um, is that you want to talk about it? I want to talk about All it. All right, let's let's talk about your esports involvement. So, what? 
obviously you did that before you did all this entertaining content for social media. Um, tell me about that. So, if I never played esports, I would never make it on YouTube because the people in the gaming community are the people who shared my videos. These are the people right. who helped get my content out there. Okay, and they they steamrolled me. Yeah. into getting there and so, I'm forever grateful. Would you say that you used to make the videos for them when you started doing the more entertaining stuff like did you have them in mind as your audience no. your original but just yeah it so was just for was general just for general and they yeah. still did what they had to do yeah. awesome. And how about the continue like do you would you identify yourself as a as a gamer or an esports personality so, going forward? So um I kind of quit professional gaming. Mm-hmm. I retired. But I'm slowly coming in as a streamer. Plus, you know, you know, like there's a sports federation and stuff. So they yep. opened an esports federation earlier this year. Yep. So I'm one of the members over there. Fantastic. Hopefully, I'll be playing. So that's something you wanna continue. Yeah, I wanna. Doing. I want esports to rise in Bangladesh. And it's definitely in the. Yeah, it's, it's in. The, it's in, the in yeah, absolutely. Um, take out 2.0. Oh. Take out 2.0. Tell me about that, man. It's um, me. <laughs> it's look. Um, I'll be honest. One thing, um, and I'll be very candid here. One thing I hated about that video <clears throat> was the f- the way you blurred the faces. I could see their damn faces after like ten seconds. Oops. I don't know if it was intentional or not. Okay. Um, I no just comments. felt it wasn't done properly. But I think it was important to show what. They were they look doing. Like. <laughs> no, no, no. Obviously, not what they look like because I feel that's you know not doxing, but it's not very, I guess, ethical per se. But at the same time, because you blurred their faces at the start, and then you could still see their faces. Yeah. So basically, uh, while I was filming, take out two point two. They was like, "Hey, muk takabena, muk takabena. You can't show my face. You can't show my face." So I was like, "Yo, okay. You know what? I'm gonna blur your faces, but if they take me to court." Which that which that probably no, won't ever. Won't ever. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I felt like uh, I guess the it's not a huge deal, but I felt that something could have been done better. But going forward with the take take out two point or what what I guess inspired you to do some something like that? Like like what was it that's oh. like I want to take these guys down? Was it anything personal at first? Like yo, this is a shitty burger. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking take you guys down. Or was it more like you know what? So I had a younger brother. His name is Mahi. Okay, he's a junior from my school. So you're not the choto boy after all. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> so, so this all happened while we were playing a game of CS:GO. We were okay. playing CS:GO together, and he goes like, "Yo, listen, there's this place. It's called Takeout 2.0." Right. My younger sister went there. She took a bite from the burger, and the burger, the patty was so hard. Yeah. Her tooth. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I was like, "Yo, for real?" He's like, "Yeah." And, and then like, you just like you gotta yeah, do let this go. Stuff. But you didn't used to do that stuff. Was it a first of your kind in terms of like bringing justice? No, the other one was Jalatissimo. Right. Oh, of course, the seven sixty nine. I don't know why sixty nine, but yes, yeah, iftar. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, they do mix haram and halal together. Um, no religion. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's, it's all right. It's all right. Don't kill me. Um. So, w- yeah. So, t- so tell me the whole whole process of Take Out Two Point Zero. Like, what was going through your mind when you when you started that out? Um, like when you start doing it and then completing it and then pushing it out and then reaction, the entire kind of so it was kind of weird. Like I kind of we went in, we were filming, and you know one thing which I want to mention. Okay, now I'll mention this at the end. Do remind me okay. that something. Okay. About detail. All right. Okay. So uh, the take out to one of first, we went in front of shop not to film my intro. We took a ton of takes. I'll tell you why later. Yeah. But after that. We went into Takeout 2.0. We were eating, and trust me, I walked in with the camera. Never, ever, ever have I ever felt that nervous in my life yeah. because everybody was staring at me. Yeah. Everybody was super pissed. Yeah. I could tell just because there was a camera, man. Like they, they had like twenty people, like the staff. They mm-hmm. were like twenty people or more. I don't know. They were like a gang, gangs yeah. of 2.0 or whatever. Yeah. It's kind of messed up, and I was super nervous. But when we just was, I told Arshan, "Don't put the camera down. Keep on filming." And when they started screaming, it was so insulting. You have no idea. It was like, ah, I was so mad. But it's all right. Yeah, I went home, edited it. Yeah. I 
I was like, yo, you know what? I need this. You edit your own videos, right? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah, go. I was like, this needs to come out. People need to know about these butt bars. Butt yeah. bars mean frauds. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, then it came out. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's okay. That means you've been having good food, or food in general, which you should do. That's your I thing. I had gorgosh and bat. That's your thing. And how was it? It was it was fantastic. My mom makes the best beef curry ever. Damn. So, um, rated out 10? 11. Oh, of course. Well, I didn't even ask. I knew it would ask. Um, look, I want to... Th- this podcast is actually more about creators wanting to walk your path, essentially. Or walk the path of uh, creativity and wanting to do something of their own. There are a lot of introverts that I know personally who wants to do stuff, right? Um, but they don't either have that courage or they don't want to deal with people or they simply just don't want to, you know, do stuff. But yet they want to do stuff that reaches people at the same time hmm. while still keeping that introvert. Because if you hadn't said this, what you just said being, about being an introvert, and if people don't know you personally, hard to say. Yeah. Impossible to say. So I guess where I'm coming from is how would you say, like what, what advice what would advice, you give yeah. Yeah, for an introvert wanting to take that leap? If it's anything, actually, simple. actually, let's go back a step further. Do you think introvert, like, do, do you think everyone should do this, like, make content, produce, like, can everyone do that stuff? Can anyone do that stuff? I think uh, a few people have it naturally. Okay. Like, if you're, I think, like, I've seen many people, mm-hmm. they can do it faster, they can do it easier. Yeah. But it's kind of harder. Like, firstly, like, I'm a DJ. I, I was like, what would people say? Yeah. You need to lose that mentality yeah. of what people are going to say. Because these people who are saying, like, uh, why are you doing that? You're making a fool out of yourself. Mm-hmm. These are the people. When you're going to be successful, they're going to be the ones who are going to be supporting you. Mm-hmm. Trust me on that. Like, it's like that. You just got to put everything aside yeah. and just go make that content right that's it okay so it is a skill that can be learned pretty much yeah but everyone, it takes time yeah, but everyone can time. do it yeah. so i guess then coming back to the point of an introvert which is obviously a different breed of people um how would they then go about um doing this kind of stuff it's gonna be super difficult mm. but just go just get a camera no, don't get a camera. Just, you know, like first write down what you're going to do, yeah. what you're good at, something which you want to portray to the whole world, yeah. something which makes you unique. And then just show it to the world through a camera. Simple. Right. And um, obviously for for introverts, this is uh, this is a battle, I guess. This it, is a battle. Yeah, it is a battle. it's a battle of the minds. I mean, I mean you just said the at the start that um, you, you just have to keep, you know, it's super hard, super difficult, yeah. but here you are. Yeah, like, whoa. Whoa, mind blown. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so I guess it's your testament to for all these introverts. Yeah, I think I'll tell you, I'll be honest, yeah. like very honest. The hardest thing is starting. Yeah. And Ikramul, Ikramul Hawk helped yeah. me start. Yeah. Okay. So he, he gave me that push. Yeah. And then I just kind of like after that, like I remember like earlier, it was Feb something. Yeah. Uh, Feb 3rd. 2018 it was one year after i started making the videos i during the span i started making videos in february 3rd or 6th 2017 Mm -hmm. so i I made like till the next february like 2018 i brought out three videos right entire year entire year so after that i was like yo you know what i was telling a friend of mine yo you know what so i have like 1000 subs I'm going to make this 1,000 into 100K by yeah. the end of this year. So it was a 100K fall. Not even saw. Yeah, something like that. Also, I wanted followers on Facebook. Mm. Both of these yeah, together. Yeah, of course. And trust me, the main thing is to have a goal. Dream high. Yeah. Dream big. And you're going to get there. And you have 100K on both of the platforms. So yeah. Like, congratulations. I, it's like on Facebook, I'm like shocked. In yeah. the last month, like I've won 45 In one month, I gained 45K. Yeah. There you go. And YouTube recently hit 100K as well. Yeah. So we'll on that. So um, I guess you just have to put in the work and keep on doing it. I guess individuals have to do it a bit. There's also something which I kind of like, it's an insight I want to give. Absolutely. Any content creators. 
if you bring out a normal content great it's going to do great yeah. normal yeah. but one thing like i'll give you a context yeah think dominos came to bangladesh yeah. if you go to dominos right now before anyone else did and make the make a video and bring it out yeah. you're going to get um, four times as much views so timing timing is, is key you need to talk about some topics which are yeah. in the moment Trending. and grab that you know grab that opportunity by the balls yeah Weird context. I'll probably have to uh, blur it out. Blur that part yeah. out. I'll That's do a better job than take out two point oh. Oh, whoa. <laughs> um, uh, so, do you have supportive parents? It's a bit of a really. Oh, my parents never knew. They really? knew recently. Like, but I went to a dawat. Then, then one of my. Like, hey, hey, yeah, you're so Like what? Anik. <laughs> my name's Anik. I'm like Anik. I'm like whoa. Now my parents share my videos, even if okay. I. Like it's not even related to me. It's a meme. They don't even understand the meme. Well, They'll still share it. Oh, that's so sweet. They're, they're, they're that's fantastic. Yeah. So, so they're they're pretty happy for you to continue this as a career path. My mom is and my dad is. My mom's like, yo, engineer, engineer hobby. So you you're studying engineering now? Yeah, computer science engineering. Oh, wow. And um, <clears throat> how how is that like balancing this? I guess like, do you enjoy it first of all? I hate CSC. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, mom, if you're listening. <laughs> I hate it. She knows it. So, how do you tackle this then? I guess this is a problem for most creatives out there, or most people who want to do things that they have this goal for, but they still have to do the stuff to either satisfy the people around yeah. them or their parents. What What's the tactic that you have right now? Because you're still doing all that stuff. You're still studying to keep your mom happy. What is it that you do that helps you do both and be successful at both? Oh, I think it's time management. Fantastic. And okay. I kind of like always I've been very good at last moment studies. Yeah. Like last moment studying. Like last moment I just Yeah, you just yeah. do well. Yeah. So so would you say now that you've got a bigger platform, bigger audience, now time management has been a lot more important? It's because it, it has And studying been, full time because obviously the yeah. years that go past it Plus becomes harder. Teaching's difficult like everything together like Yeah. At the same time I have to teach students as well. So where do you teach? Uh, I I teach like personally student, yeah. personally. Oh, fantastic. Oh, so see so that's another thing that you have to Yeah. So everything together, time management is key. Yeah. So you need to like prioritize stuff. That yeah. is the main thing. You yeah. need to set your priorities straight. And yeah. Okay. And um what would you say is obviously the the best part about doing this? Like like what what's the ultimate thing that you chase personally when you build this video or create these videos and share it like like w- w- what's the reward for you in there reward yeah so one thing i'm be there are two important things the first one um definitely it's going to be if i want to take this as a career kind of thing which i've been recently thinking mm-hmm. before like i would teach students to in order to maybe boost the videos a lot of costings yep right but after that it has come down to like one thing you can make a monetary reward from the videos that's because if you want to make this a career mm-hmm. you ha- you need to do that you need to feed your family yeah and the second thing this is um this is very weird but like So there was a content creator I used to follow Yusuf. Okay. Fuzitube. Oh yeah, Fuzitube of course. So he brought out a motivational video it really inspired me. Mm. So and I watch a lot of YouTube. Okay. Like emotional YouTube videos yeah, yeah. which kind of fix you. So I want to bring out content like that which can actually touch someone's life and kind of change it. That's the main goal. Okay. So for you the reward is changing someone's life or giving them an experience. Yeah, something different. Right. And what would you say is more important in that regard? Putting quality videos or more videos of lesser quality? Quality. It's I I would bring out a video after every 20 days or something before. Okay. But if this is very weird but like the algorithm, yeah. there's the algorithm Facebook, YouTube, you need to post regularly. So which did, I don't. Which but, but did you do that to get to where you are and now you're choosing quality no, or was it all choosing quantity <laughs> so i just want to go uh, like yeah now river. i'm trying to bring out quality and quantity at the same time so i have to brainstorm a lot right so just just pick basically all cylinders and go full yeah. on right um what is quality content to you 
quality content, yes. getting kicked out of restaurants. <laughs> I'm joking, no. It's about how about getting kicked out of podcasts with a big quality content? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just go on. <laughs> go on. What is what's quality to you? So for quality to me, it's not video quality, obviously, <laughs> because I always shot on a phone. I recently upgraded to a camera. Yeah. So okay. So the main thing for me would be Th- that's a super important tip for creators. You don't need. You don't need gears. It's yeah. the it's the content. Absolutely. That's the main thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go so on. for the content, mm-hmm. the main thing which I would really, really, really focus on is finding something unique, something different. Yeah. Which makes like you know, which makes it intriguing for people to watch it. Right. And. Uh, what would you say was your best quality video for you? So, Gelatissimo, so, Gelatissimo, Gelatissimo. <laughs> so do you, do you create stuff for yourself sometimes to like say this is something you want to do, but you know the crowd won't, maybe not, it won't be a hit as much. Music video. Okay. Uh, so you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. Go for it. What's, what's the music video? So the music video, which is most likely going to be out, you guys are going to be listening to it. Hopefully. Yeah. It, it's going to be pretty bomb. It's like a music video like, rapping like a, about my life. Yeah. It's like a time machine. We're, we're going to talk about this, but in two it's months' time, it's already going to be out. It's already going to be out. Maybe with the copy strike, it's going to be down. It's going to be down, or it's going to have like a million views. Who knows? That's it. So, um, so why a music video? I think that's the next. Like, why? Dude, if you want to be a YouTuber, you gotta bring out music videos. So, so you're taking a leaf from uh, Mr. Muktadir's book. Oh my God, no! No. Why not? He's 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 done so many music videos. Like that's his. No, but I think what this mu- you, you you got a sneak peek, right? Yes, I did. Yes. So what makes this music video different from other ones? That's what I was going at. Yeah. That, those are non-professional. This is an actual professional Oof. rapper. Okay. So that there's a significant. Ah, uh, right. Okay. Of course, because you didn't rap on the video. You 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 are not the musician yeah. per se. Yeah. You do, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Th- that's a very good difference. Of you know. Um, now, obviously, it's, it's not all flowers and sunshines and rainbows in this path. So what would you say was your biggest failure and if you had any learnings from it? Honestly, I don't know why I'm, I'm not saying this to sound cool. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm not saying this to sound cool, but yeah. every failure, I never took it as a failure. It was an experience. Okay, so what would be your biggest experience in that case? If you have any that you can remember, I'll let's share. Never go against the people. Okay. And do you want to talk more about that? Because I want to hear, like, wh- why so, would you say that? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, it's not like never go against the people. It's, yeah, never go against the people. It's something <laughs> that's kind of weird. So recently, I don't know how this might come out, but I'll talk about it. Sure. There's a $20 million company, $25 million startup company. Okay. So I was one of, the, I was their first food ambassador. Okay. And one of the first influencers they worked with. Okay. And after I ended up, uh, I ended up working with them. Mm-hmm. So we brought in decent results. They undercut me a lot. Okay. In terms of monetary, they undercut me a lot, but I really just wanted something for making the videos. So after that, it was great. I left and then they bought in a, influencer from a very popular school okay it's the biggest e-school right so this dude what he did like on his videos he claims to be a saint great guy even in one of the shoots he comes up to me okay he says uh he talks with me great but then like he tries to diss me in a video yeah then i brought up this video back suddenly he's acting like a saint it was the recent recent one. Yep, yep, so yep. I brought I brought down the video in six yep, hours. It had that. a yep. lot of views. Yep. But one thing I found out like people don't really care. Because in a country like Bangladesh, yeah. the problem is you will have diehard believers. Yeah. If you tell them the earth is square, they'll be like the earth is square. Yeah. They won't look at his faults. Right. Even though he initiated the fights, yeah. he's the one picking. Yeah. And that's the thing. That, that's what I learned in a country okay. like Bangladesh. That's why, honestly, I'm just not thinking local anymore. Okay. It's international because yeah. the people who kind of attacked me after that video, yeah. I found out these are the people who recently came up. They're not the OG fans, right. the OG supporters. Right. I know my OG supporters. Yeah. They weren't. And trust me, so, I have a decent memory. Um, uh, that's an interesting uh, prospect. So if... 
going back to your earlier statement, do whatever the fuck you want. Despite this backlash of people who were not your original supporters and yet your original supporters, and that's something I mentioned that I love about your fan base is they'll stick with you no matter what. Yeah. Why would you still then take it down knowing that your original supporters love it? Um, and you definitely, you know, it's... Because honestly, I knew where this was going. It was going to blow up into a something completely different. It was blowing up and the only, you know... You just said it with the bigger man, no, basically. No, 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 no. It's also that yeah. I yeah. didn't want to s- spread negativity. That's one of the first things. Because one of my main mottos is I want to spread positivity. Correct. And the second thing, which I found out, the company... The $25 million company, yeah. they planned the whole thing. They uh, knew I was going to react. And their likes, shares went up by 58,000. Of course. So. Right. In terms of monetary side of things, right? Uh, obviously, being a content creator, influencer, however you want to say it, in Bangladesh, anywhere else, what what are the biggest obstacles? Because it is a living by many it's it's definitely yeah. um, but then again a lot of the influencers and content creators are quite young in their in their careers right so if you're say 35 or 40 or 45 year old which i guess you know some of the og youtubers are right now um Name what one og youtuber not not in bangladesh i'm no, talking about no, like say you know yeah. casey neistat or philip defranco and things like that um what would you have to do from that point like to be able to get that more like is that something is that a pathway that you can definitely say that yep we can make money through this course so one thing i found out like it's not only about how many followers you have you can buy that stuff yeah yeah of course so yeah Yeah. so what i learned is the engagement rates which you want to keep it you want you want high engagement rates you can't like you can't just if you're just being yourself, you can't like you can't be like. You gotta think about your fans, mm. the people watching it. You gotta talk with them. You gotta engage with them. That's the main thing. And these people, you need to have a bonding with them. Yeah. Only then can you actually kind of take this thing in like towards sponsors. Right. And one thing, like the ba- the brands which I'm endorsing right mm-hmm. now. I make sure those are good brands. I wouldn't go around like endorsing a fake brand then because you have a connection with your audience and this, I feel the same way like this towards my videos. If you do a fake paid review once you lose one viewer and you lose him forever. Absolutely. In the same way, if you're endorsing a shitty product, you lose a a consumer, you lose an audience forever. Yeah. So it's it's very, it's like that. So, I think that's true for pretty much any anything. anything. Yeah, like for restaurants as well. You know, like if you don't serve that person, right? It's yeah. yeah. Obviously, you know that through experience. <laughs> um, we're kind of getting towards the end. I have just a few more questions. Um, do you have a specific routine that you follow on a daily basis to be able to produce stuff the way that you do and being able to you know do your studies and everything? Um, like like how disciplined are you and how much do you think it's it's how important do you think it is for someone in this field or so it's very important to be disciplined but i'm yeah. not disciplined okay what are, i'm are good trying at to change is that that like you're trying to be more disciplined i'm me? trying but yeah. one thing i do is like i guess i kind of work hard a lot like when i need to i work hard like for example on thursdays i shoot the videos yeah. then from thursday uh, on Thursday night, I compile all the videos. Right. Friday morning, wa- I wake up. Yeah. I turn on my PC, see all the files. Yeah. Go to Juma. Yeah. Come back from prayers. Start editing. Yeah. I edit for the next 17 hours. Okay. I schedule the post, then I go to sleep. Right. And sometimes I wake up and I see Facebook's down. <laughs> Today, yeah. Um, but that's, you know, so you mentioned time management as thing. That, that is definitely a routine that you've been following, obviously. Yeah. So I guess that definitely helps. See, the thing is, after working with like big YouTubers, a few of them, I see all of the big YouTubers. They have like productions. They have production houses. Like they have people who edit for them. They film for them. It's easy. But the thing is, I used editors before, but it's not the same. You don't feel the... I don't feel it. I I know how my content's going to be. Absolutely. And I want. I don't want perfect stuff. Do you think it's sustainable though in the long run when you want to produce a lot more if stuff? Not, I'll eventually have to get an, get editor, an editor. But I need someone who kind of feels me. 
someone young, energetic. Like, Have you found someone like that yet? No. How are you going about that? Like I once posted, like I need an editor. Yeah. Like twelve hundred people commented. Yeah. Fantastic. I mean, but, this is great. But then, but I then going through all of that. Yeah, and too then, much work. Right. So just sticking to just your. Just someone would fall from the sky. But I guess, <laughs> um, but but I guess that helps a lot in terms of you know going scaling up. Um, so that's something you definitely need to look at. If I had an editor, I could bring out two videos twice a week. Exactly, two or three times easily. Because, yeah. but I guess it's also kind of training someone to feel what you feel. Like I guess you need someone yeah. who's just as passionate about the content as well. So yeah, it's gonna be an interesting kind of pathway to see where it takes you. And I'll tell you something, like on a serious, like yes. legit basis. Yeah. The editors, one of the key things. They won't work with the same passion as you. They won't want that perfection. You know, there's a detail to, for yeah. example, when I'm filming, yeah. it's just not about editors or cinematographers, anything. Yeah. You know, the intro I did in Takeout 2.0, yeah. the one I did in front of, did you see that video? Yeah, no. Takeout 2.0. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was in front of Shopno in front of the screen. Yep. You, I waited for 12 takes. I waited 46 minutes yeah. to film that. Wow. Because I needed my face to come up there. Right, yeah, of so course, because it was in the, in, the, in the billboard. That was, yeah. yeah, correct. Because yep, there yep, were many yep. ads playing. Right, right. And, and you're like, yeah, hey, that's me. Yeah, yeah, yep, so yep. It was so frustrating. Right, right. But I think the attention to detail. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, see, the regular audience won't understand that commitment. It's only the other creators who would have want to do that stuff. But so when, like, when the audience understands that, that's the best feeling. So uh, tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're pretty much at the end of the of the conversation. So, where do you think the future of this industry is? Oh, this one. I mean, in terms of content creation, food blogging, whatever industry that you're so, involved with, ooh. or being an entertainer on social media, that. So one thing which I found out, like, number one, we see a lot. There's a lot of saturation. Yep. But I know for a fact I've been following YouTube for over five years. Yep. Not as a creator, but as a viewer. Yep. Most of the people you're seeing right now, they're gonna be gone. Yep. They're just gonna leave when the bubble pops. Yeah. But new people are gonna come in. Yeah. There's gonna be a new. There can be another new Chotobai. Yeah. Someone. Yeah. He's he's gonna kick me out. And the thing is to be sustainable. At the end of the day, your competition. Yeah. My competition isn't with two other food bloggers. Or anyone. Yeah. It's with myself. I need to grow. Yeah. I need to grow. I need yeah. to be bigger. Yeah. Bigger. Bigger. That's it. Yeah. Fantastic. And I guess in that case, where do you see yourself in five years? If you have, I guess, thought that far ahead. I but where do you want, where do you want to be in the next one year or five years? One, hopefully? I can tell you one. Yeah, yeah, let's talk one. So next one, so I'm going to have a million subs. Okay, fantastic. That, like, that's for sure. I'm going to work for that. And it doesn't have to be from Bangladesh. Or it, no, you don't want I'm it from Bangladesh. If I'm aiming Bangladesh, I can never get that one million subs right. in the next one year. Okay. You have to hit, like, listen. Especially with the content that you're doing, because you have to be very different to get that 1 million subs. And if you notice, like, how the uh, international food bloggers or something, how they grow, or travel channels, they grow. When they hit a country, think they they hit Bangladesh, they boom, they get 130 plus. When they hit, uh, think, uh, Thailand, they get, like, 500 kisses. Something like... Yeah, it yeah, goes yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah. If you're going for like something like uh, only Bangladesh, you can never reach that one million right. subs in one year. Yeah. Unless you're like, I don't know, like showing. I know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So basically, have a million subs. Um, anything else that you want to aim for? So I want to open a cafe. I have a restaurant. Right yeah, now, Habibis. Yeah. But I want to open my own cafe. Something like uh, something like Crimson Cup. Okay. Like, cool. I want to be a uh, cool barista. Owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. think if someone just doesn't have money for coffee, I'm like, yo, it's on the house. And just, just hang cool. out at the corner yeah. and you'd be like reading a book, Doesn't being all cool and stuff. That would be pretty cool. Um, so, finally, so uh, this post- podcast, as I keep mentioning, is about creators um, who wants to do stuff similar to yourself. What are three actionable steps? And the keyword is actionable. Three actionable steps that they can take right now after they stop listening to this podcast and do to be able to get to where you are at some point. So um, it doesn't have to be three. It could be just one big thing that they can start doing immediately. But what would it be that lets them get in this journey? Exactly one year back. Mm -hmm. 
I used to get like uh, 150, 200 views. Mm-hmm. I even read the comments in the Manhattan Fish Market video. There's even a comment. 150, 200 views. Yeah. The dudes are right. You deserve so many more views. You yeah. have only 150, 200 comments. Yeah. I highlighted that comment and posted thank you. That yeah. video has l- over 100k views now. No, so the thing is, like, never give up. Yeah. If you're bringing out good content, yeah. it will eventually be discovered. Right. So never give up. Okay. That's it. So I guess from a more different perspective what's I guess one thing that they can start like literally after this podcast. literally after this literally after this so I will never give up is is a very um cool thing to follow in philosophy to have but I guess what I'm trying to do with this podcast is just okay just do I guess two things yeah. number one get a pen and a pencil yep sorry a it. pen and a paper you can do pen and pencil write out your content what you want to do beautiful Step two, just go film it. Fantastic. Oh yeah, there's a third step. Upload it. Fantastic. I think that's, that's it. That's, that's literally it. And if it if it blows up, that's amazing. If it doesn't, better luck next time. Yeah. Because you have the chances now. Yeah. And trust me, in five ten years, yeah. when you're gonna have a family, you're gonna be too shy to take the yeah step. the leap. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Rafson. Chorvai. Outlaw. Oh, oh, I like Outlaw the most. Honestly. Do you? Yeah. Why don't you go by Outlaw? Uh, I could have, but then I don't know. Police. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the Literally. Um, thanks again, man, for taking the time. Really appreciate it. Legit. Um, you're getting food, right? Now I'm being serious right now. Oh, are you? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. We could. Let's see. We'll see where it takes yeah. us. Um, thanks again, man. I'll I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Good luck. Bye.